Hi there. Welcome to another episode of the Ghana Podcast brought to you by NigeriaGunners.com. Joining me on this episode of the podcast are two lovely Arsenal fans, Toby Banjo and Olatunde Adegori. It's nice to have you on the podcast this evening. Toby, good evening. Yeah, good evening. How are you doing? Well, I'm good. You? I'm very fine. Thank you. Uh, Prof, good evening. Yeah, good evening, guys. Uh, welcome to my podcast for this week. Hope you guys are doing fine. Well, I want to believe we're all doing fine, except for the fact that um, NLC have started their <laughs> their, uh, their nationwide action. Uh, um, how how is the um, strike action in your area, Prof? It's just normal. Just normal. The movements are not too cool, too like um, everywhere is not everywhere is just free, anyways. Like most workers are, are in those and they're not they're not working. It's okay. It's nice. Mm, Talking to serious. Toby, can you uh, did you go to work? <laughs> Obviously, yeah, uh, I did. Uh, well. It's not Nigeria. Strike doesn't occur, so <laughs> kind of used to it. All right, all right. Thank you guys for being a part of the podcast today. Um, there are quite a lot of things we have to discuss on this episode. Uh, as it is our usual uh, habit, we start with the review of our last two games. That's against Everton and Brentford. We we're going to talk about Lucas Torreira. We'll, we'll preview the Watford game. We're going to talk about the big breaking news. That's the Aaron Ramsey contract situation. We'll talk about Stan Kroenke's full takeover and some other Arsenal stories. Um, so let's um, let's get right at it. I want us to start with the Aaron Ramsey contract situation. Well, it we we started hearing rumors from yesterday. John Cross started it. Said um, it looks it's looking like um the player would be leaving for free at the end at the end of next season then um it was it was uh, picked up by Sam Mugbell of Daily Mail and today the um the man every Arsenal fan believes um is um, genuine is authentic also picked <laughs> up the story that's David Onstein and um this is where we are ah, so um Toby I want to ask how did we get to this situation where Aaron Ramsey um will now become a player that would be leaving us now? Um, well, to me, I just feel, yeah, over time it's been like a steady occurrence where we have, um, we don't sort our contract deals on time. And um, I just think, I hope, I, I actually hope he stops this time. Mm. If we find a player very important for us, then we should, you know, offer him contract and make sure everything is done to sign him. So he keeps playing for us. But even if we, we feel that is not part of our plan, we should actually have a plan where where we would make sure that we earn at least our investment on the player. Because you can't just have we keep having players go for free almost every season. Like we don't get revenue enough from player sales, and I think that's a very big problem. So we should um, work better in that aspect. I, I don't know how they would go about it, but has to, we have to improve on that part. I'm prof. Um, the Ramsey situation is actually, um, it's a two-way thing actually. You, you feel, at a point you feel this guy is, is, um, important to the, to the club because he's the longest serving player in the team right now. Yes. And at, at, in the other, on the other way around, you feel Ramsey is not indispensable for us. And both ways are true, to be honest. Because we're going to talk about Ramsey. I, I love Aaron Ramsey. And on this platform, I've talked about it over time that um, we have three players in position of central attacking midfield. We have Ozil, we have Mikitaya, and we have Ramsey. 
And I've always said that though earlier in the season I believed that we, we need to sacrifice Mkhitaryan. But I'm, I'm saying now that since everybody started using Ramsey as a central attacking midfielder and placing Ozil on the wing, I'm seeing now that the contract issue that we're having with Ramsey is a blessing in disguise, to be honest, for our team. Mm. Because the basic issue we've been having since this season that we've talked about has been our midfield. Mm. Ramsey hasn't really clicked as a central attacking midfielder. So when okay. I saw when I saw the contract stuff, I realized that is it worth it for a player that is not really a big part of the team to be earning fifty thousand per week. If you look at it financially, it doesn't make sense to be honest. And you feel at some point with the way the team is going, Ramsey won't make the first team. It won't make the starting eleven at at some point. Because once the once the team gets the bearing right, the midfield is sorted, you realize that Ramsey because I've realized that it's like um Emery doesn't want to be using Ramsey as a central, central midfielder, CM. Mm. He doesn't want to be using him as a, as a CM. And also, he knows that Ozil's best position is a central attacking midfield. Mm. So I feel it's a win-win for both of us. And that's why I'm saying that as an Arsenal fan, I'm not going to abuse oh. Ramsey. I will respect the position of both the club and Aaron Ramsey, to be honest. But I feel if Ramsey is not signing, which we've seen, Ramsey will be sold by January. It's not good for a player like Ramsey to go on a free. Well, um, so, prof, prof, I'm going to um, um, I'm going to have to say this. Judging by the um, news that we saw from almost every um, journalist that has been running with the story, it is not like Ramsey is the one not um, willing to sign a new contract. Let me yes. let me read this um, piece from um, Guardian. In the headline, okay. they said. Club um, withdraw contract offer. So I think it's I think it's the uh, the 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 issue is actually from the Arsenal hierarchy. They are the, the, uh, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. The you, you know the funny thing about the story mm. is it's still with Bo Ramsey and the club. Mm-hmm. Ramsey wants to hold the club to a ransom to end like two fifty k, which I know when it comes to contract talks, it's not just about the two fifty k. There are bonuses that attach to the two fifty k even more. So I feel at the point the club feels this guy is not. Even indispensable to us, this guy is not is not our Messi, is not is not our Ronaldo. So why fuck this amount of money on him? It's too much, and that, I think that's why the club actually had to, had to pull out of the contract. Mm. So it's still in between Ramsey and the club. Mm. It's, it's it's between them, and I feel it's, it's a good issue for both both um, uh, uh, the two parties. Ramsey has spent ten years at Arsenal, moving ahead in his career. Now we can't blame him. He, like just like Walker, just like Chamberlain. And I just want to wish him all the best in the future. And I hope Arsenal would actually get something good from him. Even though I'll be happy if Arsenal could actually trade him for um, 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 Matia, Antonio Matia. Mm. <laughs> okay, well, well, nice point made by Prof. But again, it, it gets to a situation, a t- point in time where they've been over these contract issues for months, you know, been going for years. We've been hearing he'll sign, he's agreed, he's this, he's that. And um, the sticking point for most Arsenal fans is the, actually the pay, 250k. Can you splash that on Ramsey? I mean, um, we've got players, yeah, we've got players earning way less, Coselli uh, is way less than that mm. per week. But we've got, and again, another point is not guaranteed to be a regular starter, even if is guaranteed to be a regular starter. And again, over time, we've had issues. I mean, Walcott's issue has taught us a lot of lessons, you know. Mm. Telling the club you want a certain pay, you want a certain position, okay. Um, the club is handicapped because the ownership of the club, you know, don't want to splash your cash. If we can get a better player, you know, even if not better, average like him and pay less. So why not gamble if we are getting the same, the same outcome? Well, to me, um, I just feel well, it's an eye opener. We can actually 
do more, you know, save more. If if we have that fund to pay him, uh, the point I want to make earlier is the club has put the offer on the table over how long he has also tabled his own offer. Probably the, the club is just tired of the whole thing, like, okay. Let me cut in here, Toby. Um, according to what um, David Onster reported, he said there was an agreement on the, on, on the table. You know, some weeks back, um, there, there were reports that um, the deal is just a matter of days away. I, I wouldn't know if you guys can remember. But now... Yeah, exactly. Uh, the club has yeah. the club has withdrawn the offer. Una Emery obviously rates Aaron Ramsey. He, I think he mentioned him as one of the um, five captains in the squad. And um, yes. and at a time we we had um, we had um, stories that he wants to build um, the team around Aaron Ramsey. <laughs> now um, let me let, let me ask you guys this: Do you think um, the decision this decision by 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 the club? To um to um withdraw their contract offer would sit down well with the new manager Naimiri, Prof. Yeah, oh, I think okay. so. I think so. To be honest, because I, I tweeted something uh, against Everton. If if we look at it critically, Ramsey has been disappearing in our team since he started as he started playing as a central attacking midfielder. You you won't be seeing him in the team. And I said something last week during the first half when we when we just uh, um not playing, not not even in the in the game. I said something that I hope Ramsey's contract will be sorted out immediately. Because I feel the reason why Emery has been starting in that position ahead of Ozil is because of his contract. Emery actually wants him to actually sign that contract. Exactly. So because he's what, the longest. What's changed between then and now? That's 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 a question. Yeah, exactly. Because Ramsey is the longest serving player in that team. They need to accord him that respect. And the funny thing is, Emery doesn't know these players very well. He's just trying to know them being their coach, being their manager. So he wants to utilize every material he has on ground, which he met on ground, actually. He wants to utilize them and know who is who. So, and I feel that at some point now, they've, they've realized that Ramsey is not indispensable in the team because Ramsey is not carrying us now. He has never carried us now, to be honest. Though he has scored some patterns goals for us, but he's not carrying our team. He's not even our best player. So why are we going to fuck that amount of money on him? For example, look at what happened in the summer. We got Torreira. Torreira and a very less weight. I can't I can't quote his weight now. But you look at a player of Torreira's quality earning that amount and someone of Ramsey's quality also actually holding us to ransom. Imagine we sell Ramsey by January. We'll get a player that will earn like half of what he's demanding and we'll still deliver more than Ramsey. Mm. Are you sure, Prof? So I think from, from yes, yes, yes. There are so many to be honest, there are so I would have actually loved to have cover, a cover seek ahead of Ramsey mm. in my center in my center midfield. Because Kovacic is more is more decent in terms of passing than Ramsey. Toby. Kovacic is more po- positional discipline than Ramsey. Yeah. So, okay, yeah, yeah, nice points made actually. Well, um, when Emery came, uh, the first thing I saw him noticed was he found peace with all the players. I remember speaking about Jack Wisher, saying he's not going to comment individually about the players, mm-hmm. but as a group, he. He also acted like he was okay with Jack until Jack left. And um, the news of him building a team around Ramsey, um, I, I really don't want to delve too much into that anyway. But again, I think he has offered him a chance to show yourself to any contract with the team. Okay, you have a You've, he has offered him a chance to show, show himself. I think these few days, yes, he's got to assist, he's the dash, but his decision making 
over time in the matches I've been watching has been poor. See the last game, for example, he called for ball. It was a reverse pass to him. Hit it once. Mm. I don't know what he was thinking. He, actually, the goal was an offside anyway. But I don't know what he was thinking. And that happens over time with Ramsey. He doesn't decide on time. He he takes, um, I don't know, some chances. He takes pays off, actually. But I just think it's okay. I can, I can do without this guy. I can get somebody much more experienced in January. He's not spent much money, but I can get somebody in. He can leave. We have Nows. Nows can play. Um, at, at, at the central midfield, we've got Elneny who, who really who needs it himself. Like, yes, let's see what you can offer. So, you don't do well by January, you leave in the summer. So, I think he really wanted to keep him, maybe. And, um, I just think he has seen okay, I've seen the best what he can offer. I'm not, I'm not excited anymore. Mm. And again, another effect is we saw the news of Gazidis, you know, moving to Isidema. And um, also around that time, uh, a news also broke out like Ramsey would likely move with him to AC Milan. And since after this um, Ramsey news came up, we've had him being linked to AC Milan, Chelsea. I really hope we'll get the big club um, that he wants to hand that, that amount from if the reports are true about his 150k. Uh, mm. well, um, uh, there, there, there is this um, um, story that I'm looking at. Oh, there's this tweet from um, Asenic. We all, we, we all know the guy. The guy um, scouts. Um, yeah. The guy solves the internet looking for Arsenal stories. He said, um, "Man, you waking on Aaron Ramsey last summer, and now they have been joined by um, Chelsea, Juventus, and Lazio. Last summer, if we had um, sold Aaron Ramsey, we would have um, raked in a minimum of 40 million. But now um, the the uh, it, it, it would it would it would most likely live for free, and living for free living living for free means the club gets to end nothing on on a sale. Um, who who exactly caused the blame for this? Now that Wenger is no longer there. See, um, I I think it I think it would be unfair on Emery if we had actually sold Ramsey by the summer when he was. I've been unfair on him because Ramsey is an important player in the team. Like he's a good guy, he's a mature guy in the team. And I feel Ramsey, Ramsey leaving is we are not losing anything to be honest. Mm. And I, I, I'm very sure that we won't lose Ramsey on the free transfer. Well, uh, things will come for him in January, to, definitely. To, to, to be, let me ask: Do you do, do, do you think there is any chance of a compromise um, between um, Alan Ramsey and the club? I, what I mean by compromise is um, probably a change of arts, him being offered a new contract, and then suddenly all is well again. Is is there any chance of that happening? Uh, well, um, if the, the chances are rare, actually, if that should occur. Probably it might be a move for, from the club, you know, to force his hand mm. once more. Mm. But I don't think all those um, the press people involved, uh, I don't think if he's not solid, you know, won't be getting this much, this much um, story about it. Mm. Now we, I don't think we'll lose him for free. January is still got um, six months left. Yeah, exactly. even if it's five million, we've invested in Ramsey too, you know. Mm. We offered mm. him a platform to showcase. Don't. I don't know why people actually think Ramsey has done a lot to Arsenal football than we have done to him. We stood by him when he had injury. Yes, he was playing for us, but could have been anybody, any club could have just sold him at that time. We 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 got him on board and offered him a platform at a very young age to thrive, you know. Robert Stamp his name in football, in British football. Well, 
So I think we have also invested time, money, patience, okay, in his career. And so we should get, even if it's two million or five million, you know, we can channel that into something else. And um, I don't think we would lose him for free. Well, no, I... because losing him for free means he will stay end of the season with us. Going by the reports, it's he's likely to leave by January. Well, um, if 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 Ivan Ramsey does leave, well, I understand that um, him leaving to uh, him leaving might actually be. It, you, you can look at it in two ways, as a, as as a uh, as a um, what's it called as a footballing decision because um, we feel he's occupying Ozil's position and should be told Ozil is better in that area than he is. Then, um, secondly. If I, I believe if the club allows him leave for a free, it's a very very um, terrible business, terrible ter- terrible business decision. Because if you are not going to give him a new contract, why offer it in the first place? I don't know if you if you if you guys agree with my um, view. If you are not going to give the guy a new contract, so why offer him one in the first place? Yes, I understand. That's the point where I said, yeah, people get tired of things, even in life personally. When you try to get something done and you know it takes a while you don't you don't you don't really get it sometimes you just let go okay maybe it's not meant to be maybe they might not be convinced about his whole performance starting this season you see he started games now he's coming off from the bench mm-hmm. even the Cali cup you expect him to start he's coming off from the bench playing 15 minutes you wouldn't, you wouldn't expect him to start he, he speaks a game against Brent, Brentford you wouldn't expect him to start um, for crying out loud Aaron Ramsey is a regular in the um, in the first team uh, he's under Naimiri really he's a regular so well I'm not going to read much into him not starting the uh, not starting the uh, Carabao Cup really well I, but you would you would agree with me we are making out positions for him so we are trying to accommodate our team for him to play it's actually, because it's actually believe me play Ozil in the central attack midfield position I don't see Ramsey playing from the flanks I don't see him playing the central midfield position also mm-hmm. so we are just trying to squeeze him in okay prove yourself let's see you've had how many weeks six seven weeks and the coach is not satisfied and okay I think we can withdraw our offer you can leave if you want to leave. After all, his agent has been making moves for now. So I wish him good luck, actually. It's best. We have learned to not miss some people if they leave because we've had people we thought would never leave and, you know, they're doing mm-hmm. Well, uh, well I, I I think I know the reason for that. Aaron Ramsey is not your favorite player, really. He's not one of your um, favorite players. So, well, that's, that's quite understandable. Um, well, I just hope um, the club um, sort out their, con- uh, their 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 own um, internal issues when it comes to contract because we can't just keep allowing players' contracts run down and uh, we do nothing. All right, um, let's quickly move on to 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 the next thing. Um, Toby, um, Stan Kroenke, yeah. Stan Kroenke has um, taken over the club fully now. The club has been delisted from um, the um, stock exchange. Um, what's Lies ahead for us now. I um now that Stan Kroenke has taken over the club fully. Okay, well, um, I'm not exactly a fan of Kroenke, but he's the owner of the club, and we have to support him. He has to know what we want, also. Mm. Okay, I feel football has a lot. Investment has a lot to do in football. Okay, you have to invest your funds. Okay, uh, what lies what lies ahead? It depends. If he wants to 
win trophies. He knows what to do. And um, okay, there's been reports that since the club is owned by Kronke alone now, and maybe he has a little bit okay guaranteed that okay, it's my club. I can splash. I can spend. I can spend the money now. So um, I hope that's what will happen actually. But you know, going from recent history, we have. He has never really invested in the club to me, and I think that's one of our major problem because we don't, we don't, we can't compete with these guys. We are competing to win the league financial wise. So I just think the way forward is probably Kronke gets comfortable about him owning the club, and um, you know decides to spend the cash and also to understand that him owning the club. As nice a family, regardless whether he's the owner of the club or not, I, I just love the fans for that. So you should also know he doesn't have to. He shouldn't disregard the fans' um, request. And um, uh, we're already paying. They're already paying high fees for 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 matches. Mm. Hopefully, he doesn't increase it and try to just cash away with um, funds like he's been doing previous years. Uh, all right, um, prop. Let me let me ask. Um, who do you think is uh would would be a better owner between them, um, Stan Kroenke and um, Usmanov? Well, I think Usmanov loves the club more than Kroenke. Yeah. Go ahead. Okay, because we realize that Usmanov is more passionate about the club than Kroenke, in a way. Usmanov is a football fan. Kroenke is not a football fan. Kroenke is just a businessman that wants to invest in sports. But then we, we can't uh, keep trying why spilled make. Usmanov is out of the club now. And we have to focus on our owner, which is Stan Kroenke. And to be honest, all I see is positives because while Usmanov was still with us, he was not even part of the board. Exactly. They reduce his input from the club. So, what, what was the what's the essence of him still being in the club? So, all I see is positive, to be honest, because you want your investment to, to go down. And um, I read some things during the interview when we hired Emre. With the passion put in, in place to hiring Emre, the, the, the selection process and all, Emre saying he traveled to US to meet, to meet Josh and Crown K himself and all. I think they have a plan in place. They, they, they have a focus and a vision. Though we might not be able to really compete with teams like Man City and some other teams, but I feel we'll build a team of dynasty in few years to come. A team of not too expensive players, but a unit that can actually waste off even in Europe very soon. So, um, now, now there's one thing I want us to look at the manner of the takeover. It was, it was, it was, it was, this, um, can I, can I call it, uh, hostile takeover? Because, um, fans holding, um, holding shares were forced to sell. Um, is this, is this, is this a sign of what is to come at Arsenal? Um, a sign of, um, a, of, of, of an owner. Who is not accountable to the fans? Who doesn't care about the fans as long as the money has been made? Toby. Okay, well, the the method of takeover, I think, um, going by rules in England over there, if you have a certain percentage of shares, um, I think, in the club, I feel it's obvious that others have to sell to you. Like, what was left for the club? You already own like ninety something percent, so they are mandated to sell okay to him at a certain point anyone who doesn't sell will just lose their shares so well i feel their hands were tied they had to sell the shares to him going by the going by the law over there but again we might feel he would do things not considering the fans like not putting the fans into consideration and it might turn out to be you know the other way around like i said i hope 
is going to invest in the club and this this time since he is confident that okay I'm the owner of the club and I have I can do anything I want to do with the club so we just hope he invests that's all we hope for really it's about hope because if you are judging by past recent years you know he has not been financing the club in any way as such so a lot was said when Usman was there consigning the Ashavinu if Usman was showing passion you, you can't tell you know humans are not predictable but actually just mm-hmm. change after getting control of the club well, let's just hope Kronke um, changes for good and start spending the cash well, that 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 is still um, that is still up for debate, really. Because I, um, Toby, I know you um, pretty much follow um, Kronke a lot, and and the the man doesn't look like someone who has an history of um of, of spending on 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 a sports franchise like um this um, NFL NFL club that he owns. I know um I know he's someone you follow a lot. Let's just hope he doesn't um do that with us now and. Um, well, that's 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 all we could um, hope really. Uh, moving on, let's let's quickly look at our last two games. Everton, we won 2-0. We kept our first clean sheet of the season, and then um, Brentford, we won 3-1. That's in the um, League Cup. Um, Prof, uh, briefly, what's your view of those two games? <laughs> the Everton game. I remember in our last our last podcast we talked about us start, always starting slow. Yes, and um, it was really frustrating against Everton to be honest. And um, I started to question what we've been talking about before, which was our midfield combo combination. Mm-hmm. I still yet to get this right in our midfield way, and I don't know. I was I was critical about Jaka. Jaka was actually decent in that game. Ramsey was off in the first half; it was nowhere to be found. But one thing I tweeted something. After that game, and I'm still going to say it, uh, I don't know if people would actually agree with me. It's about Torreira is has come to stay. We have we have a, a, a solid DM in Torreira for now, but I'm thinking about one thing. Zaka is a limited player, though he's a very decent player. He, he passes very well, but he's limited in a way as a central midfielder. Which I'm I'm, I'm looking at players like Jorginho, players like Kovacic. Um, our, our, our Kazola. I'm looking at some players like that that are um, a bit free, a bit mobile with the ball and a central midfielder. So in that game, I felt there, there was no movement in our midfield. We just too direct and we had issues in the first half. Though the second half, we, we came out blazing and all. We, we, we overpowered everything in a way and all. But then, we can't keep starting slowly in games. There are games you won't start, you'll start slow and you won't be able to cover up for your, for your, for your first half and blushes. Uh, I just hope things would actually change. Though I'm happy we had a three points, which I've always said three points is what I'm after. I'm not even after a clinch, to be honest. Three points is what matter is what matters to me in any way. But I just feel maybe by January or in windows to come, we should try and do something about our midfield. Mm. Once Ramsey is gone now, I want us to get a winger. Hopefully, probably Lozano or Pavon will get a natural winger, a wing forward. Then we start looking at who is to play with Tolera in our midfield to make us more mobile and more flexible so, in the um, way. Then where, okay, where, moving where, on to where would you put the, Granit? Where would you put um, Granit Xhaka on the bench? To be honest, if I, if, if I were to be Arsenal manager, over time, I, I don't see, I personally, I don't see Xhaka actually staying too long at Arsenal. Probably like four, five, six, seven seasons. No. Mm. To be honest, at some point, I feel once we fine-tune that team and we've gotten the right personnel for the right position, I think with 
with um, Zaka being the limited player in a way, I think at some point we need to cash in on him. Just like Chelsea, Chelsea uh, catch, cast in on them by Kayoko. So that's just my take on Zaka and the game against Everton. And the game against Brentford, I, I didn't listen to the game, but I saw the highlights. Um, it was a nice game for us, though um, in the second half from the highlight I saw, we lost focus in a way. We lost focus in a way at a particular point in the second half. But it's still a very good game. Uh, our strikers are blazing. Um, Lacazette had a very good goal, he scored a very good goal. Went back, positioning was, was top notch and it was a nice game. It was a nice game. Alright, um, um, Toby, um, the Gran- yeah. uh, Granichaka and uh, Lucas Torreira partnership. Um, what's your take? What's your take? How well did um, Torreira impress in his, in, in his first start for the club? Okay, well, um, I feel that's the best combo we can have now so far, at least um, others have been tested. And um, in the midfield experiment done so far, um, Xhaka seems to be the one getting the starting shirt. You know, it's been Xhaka, Gwendozi, it's been Xhaka, Torreira. We, are, we know Torreira gives us balance because he's able to, you know, to change from defense to attack and he's been able to help us also defensively. Yes, Jacques might be flat, okay, but it doesn't take the good player out of him. I feel we should get a good player all. When competition sets in, some players get better. He might be feeling, he might be feeling a little bit confident now, like, okay, I've come to stay, I've grabbed my shirt. But... If a player comes in to compete with him, we might actually see. The best. I think the Jaka of the the Jaka of um, Switzerland is different from the one in Arsenal because watch the way he plays over there. Uh, probably because he, he plays with plays um, that uh, like I think like he do two cent DMs. He's able. He's free. He moves with the ball better. Okay, so I think in Arsenal he's quite limited because of the. The way the game is played in the league, you know, you don't have everybody just have to be at a lot. If, if, okay, if, so I, if, I think Shaka will improve when we get a ball playing midfielder. If, he's if we right. had somebody like Santi Cazola, yeah, mm. Pierre Cazola with maybe Torreira, we'll get the best from our midfield. Mm. And um, like what Emery said, he actually wants the midfield to be confident enough. That's why it wasn't starting. It wasn't starting Lacazette at first. It was using one striker because he wanted the midfield to be good enough. But going by how the results were been playing one striker, um, I think he still rushed, you know, caved into pressure and started playing two strikers up front. To me, the best partnership we've had so far in the central midfield position is is Jaka and, and Torreira and oh, themselves better, I think. They will, they will settle in well. Well, I, I, I want to ask the question, um, and I'm posing the question to you and um, Prof. Um, Prof um, doesn't see um, Shaka as a long, long, long-term um, solution to Aston midfield, and then um, you feel you to be feel um, um, Granite is limited in, in 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 some ways. If he's truly limited, then why does why do, why why does it um, look like he's been tr- he has He's been trusted by Una Emery. You know, under as, as in Wenger, he, he was a regular, always starting games. If he's limited and um, there are still parts of his game that needs improvement, obviously. So why is why has he been trusted by two good uh, two good managers? Um, Prof. Well, um, the funny thing about Emery is Emery is still trying to know these guys. Mustafi has played almost all games this season, and I still feel Emery does not trust him enough. To be honest. It will be surprised the transfers will make when the when, when the summer comes. Um, Zaka is one of the 
key players that we have for now do not the best that we could have but it's one of the key players we have for now so you would never doubt him starting or being a key man in our midfield but I, like i said earlier once we fine tune our team to a particular stage then we we'll definitely go for probably Tony Cruz i'm just saying not Tony Cruz definitely now but Someone players like that, like that. Mm. players like Tony Cruz players like um, Fabregas like Santi Cazorla who are much more flexible in a way so well um comparing um comparing them granite to um some central midfielders i'm actually looking at um at the stats posted by um Adrian Clark on the Premier League website uh in terms of completed passes um granite ranks second he has he has made a total num- uh, a total um uh in terms of completed passes he has his, his total number is 307 accurate long balls he ranks third which um in terms of number that's um 27 and then in terms of forward passes he ranks uh as 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 a second that's be- that was before uh, last game against Everton, and that's um the total number of forward passes he has made this season is 133. So, what, what does this tell you, Toby? Okay, well, this tells me uh, that yes, Shaka is good with the vision and with completed passes. Also, he starts speaks for him. Yes, but but what we what um Prof I think what Prof is saying is we need mobility. I think what we what we have now is. Jaka gets the ball, he passes the ball either to the wing or to Ozil. Ozil moves the ball. That's sorry, I'm thinking Ozil is playing central attacking midfield now. Ozil or Ramsey gets the ball. We expect them to move. But but get a scenario where you have a, a flexible midfield like Santi Cazola and he gets the ball, he's able to move the ball himself. Okay, Jaka takes so much time. If he's moving the ball, decision takes much time to make that decision where the ball should go to. But when he gets the ball and he has the high for the pass, he, he throws the ball up front and fine. He's very accurate with his pass. You can't take that from him. Okay, so if we are looking at midfield statistics, passes, accuracy, stop, stop notch, but we look at mobility with the ball. I, I don't think he's confident enough. Um, let's talk about the uh, the Watford game, uh, Prof. Uh, quickly run the preview of the game. Um, how do you see the game going? Uh, Watford uh, are one of the home teams in the in the in the league at the moment. Uh, and is it a good time to is it a good time to play them? How do you see the game going? Mm, yes, I feel it's a good time to play them because we are not bad. Also, we've had six six wins in six games, but it's gonna be a very 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 tough game for us. Watford against us, they, they because those of the believe they get. When uh, Asanga was still with us, they believe they will, they can always come at us and they will get the points. So I believe tomorrow they will come at us tomorrow again. Um, it's going to be a difficult game, but I believe we will win the game. Just like we are winning some difficult games that we actually um, cut a, come across during the season. It's going to be a very difficult game, to be honest. Um, I, I'm just looking at the statistics now. They actually ahead of us. They, they've played six games. They've won four. They've drawn one and lost one. They've had a good go for of eleven and they've considered six. So they have plus five goal difference and they are on thirteen points. Whereas we, we have won four out of six. We had to draw any game, we've lost two. We have um go for of twelve. So we are we are better than them, we just won't go go for. But then we've considered nine goals and they've considered just six goals. Okay. So yeah, against Watford, well it's was because Watford has been playing very good football, exciting to watch. 
Okay. And um, they have this momentum going for them. Uh, but it's uh, it's a good chance to really put them to their place, you know. Um, with the way we play, it's just that we start games pretty late. But if you can contain them in the first half, um, maybe you score a goal or two in the second half, then we'll take off the game. I think we're capable of... Arsenal is not so bad so far. Even the games we lost, it's not like so bad. Okay, maybe with the exception of Man City. Um, the Chelsea game, we've been progressing actually. The Chelsea game, they were likely to get a win against... Uh-huh. The other games, we've been playing better. More goals and, you know, trying to keep a clean sheet. Now we've kept a clean sheet. I still expect a clean sheet again. And um, maybe two, three goals. I see us now winning maybe two three zero. Mm. Um, okay, uh, Prof. Uh, yes. well, where, uh, where do you see uh, Asna uh, winning the game from? Is it um, the wing? Is it um, the midfield? Is it the shape of Aubameyang and uh, Lacazette? Um, I, I think for now our team is a bit dynamic in a way because if you look at the Brentford game, the first goal came from the wings where. Guendouzi actually crossed the ball to to wherever. Okay. If you look at if you look at Lacazette, he came from right from the center. Mm. So I feel our, our goal can actually come from anywhere, and um, we we are getting more dangerous from every every position now, right from the center to both wings. We are getting more more, more dangerous. All I want is just a win, whichever way the goal comes from or the threat comes from. <laughs> just, just, just like before. All right. Uh, as usual, uh, Toby, your prediction. Well, my prediction for this game: um, three zero has now. So you, you're backing us to keep it clean sheets. That's it. That's, that's yeah, of course, because the, the team has actually been, regardless how we, we are not good. The team has been progressing. Check the results. How how it's been going. Yeah, we've been progressing. Um, again, depends on what the coach wants to start with. This Ramsey situation, I don't think he would not want to start Ramsey just to cool down tension and all this. He might decide to start him. But like, like I've said, we've been dynamic. It's going to be very bad for Watford if, if Ozil plays as a central attacking midfielder with Abumayang and Lacazette. Goals will rain. Just feel 3 0 water. Well, uh, that's the, that's the look for um, Dimitri because, um, like um, Pro rightly mentioned, Watford have the belief that when they come at us physically, we might not be able to cope. Well, um, we'll we, 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 we get to see how that pans out on Saturday. And um, Prof, what are your predictions or what is your prediction of the game? Um, I'm seeing a 3-1 win for us. 3-1 win. Uh, all right. Well, I'm, I'm also going for an Arsenal win. The whichever yeah, way it's not defense actually. <laughs> whichever way it comes, I don't care. Like I said, all that matters is three points. And um well, um we are ahead of Manchester United at the moment. Long may that continue. If um, we can get ahead of um what's it called? Um and probably Chelsea also. No no worries. Uh, that's 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 what uh, that's what we actually want. Now, um, finally, before we before we go on this edition, let's quickly uh, talk about um, a story that made the round during the course of the week. That's the visit of German national team coach to London Colony. There were reports he came to um, visit Mr. Ozil 
but was blocked at the other of uh, Unai Emery. And then uh, there was also mm-hmm. a came to see Per uh, uh, Matisaka. But whichever way, it was obvious that uh, Jack, Jack, Jack in Love was at was 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 in London. So, what do you guys make of the, uh, the story, Toby? Okay, yeah. First, um, is the German national team. He might have come to see German in Arsenal generally with special attention to Ozil because um, as regards since he retired from international football former players players in the German team have said a lot of things about um, what Ozil pointed out but what they are making out is that um, he's not saying that in the team it exists for going from what he had with the president of the yeah he's talking about the organization now Yes, it wasn't particular about the team. I think that's where everybody point. So if he's coming to meet him to talk to him about possible return, because the same president has opened, you know, said if Ozil wants to return to the national team, he's, he's open, just come back. We all know his quality, actually. Uh, to me, as an Arsenal fan, I hope he doesn't change his mind. Actually, because we should get the best of his, of his year left. But if much has come to see him, and again, we find that this issue actually had his form, okay, and he's just beginning to get himself back. Um, if the coach blocked the, if the coach blocked blow from seeing him, probably doesn't want him to get distracted. Brazil is just getting back to his form, okay, and we hope he gets better. So he maybe he took that chance to see other, you know, Germans in the squad, Mustafi and um, so I feel it's just because he doesn't want Ozil to get distracted. You know, let him get to that peak, let him get to that form where we'll show Germans what they will miss. That it's a good one. I like the decision. Well, um, um, I actually go with Toby. Toby has said it all. And, and I think the media were just trying to blow things out of proportion as regards Ozil and um, Jack and Lowe. Um, it wasn't just Ozil that I came to see in England, according to reports. Pamatisaka and some other Germans in England, actually. Though, if reports were true, then I would say kudos to our manager, Una Emery, for actually mm-hmm. blocking Lowe, like getting access into the Emery to see to see Metu, 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 but I think um, it's not really, it's not a big deal really like that. It's not something um, that needs to be taken out of proportion. It's just a normal thing. Because um, from the reports, we heard that there's been new talks between Jack and Lou and Ozil since he announced his retirement. So and I think Lou, is just, Lou knows that Ozil is, is one of the best, best players in the national team. So to sort things out with him. In a way, and I actually go with Toby by saying by actually hoping that Ozil does not change his mind because uh, international breaks can be draining, and Ozil, in a way, is not the most energetic player. So it's a plus, it's a big plus for us if he's going in the national team. Mm, well, uh, well, the authenticity of that story uh, has still not been verified with um, different um, stories coming from different angles, but whichever way. Uh, we just hope Ozil continues, um, continues to stay out of the national team because we actually need him, <laughs> need him at us now more than they do at, uh, at the national team. And the truth is we, 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 we appreciate him more at us now. At us now, you can be sure there is nothing like racism. Well, wow, wow. who would even facially abuse him when we have a lot of, um, um, African players in the sport? We have black players like Wolfberg, like, um, Lexi Odi and the likes of. Um, it's it's a good one, really, depending on whether the story is true or not. But I hope the story is true. 
for <laughs> flower seed. <laughs> All right, guys. Um, it's it's wonderful having you guys join this episode of the Ganao Podcast. Um, thanks for being a part once again. Um, I hope you join us some other time. To be thanks for being a part. You're welcome. My pleasure. Yeah, uh, it, it 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 was really painful that um your your twin brother um Lincoln couldn't couldn't join. <laughs> but then uh there would always be some other time. Thanks for being a part of the podcast. Yeah, right. uh, Rob, thanks for thanks for coming on as usual. It's it's a pleasure having you share your um view or uh, share your view about Arsenal about football on this podcast once again. Um, thanks for coming on. Yeah, you're welcome. It's a player. Always happy to be on the show, actually. With that, we've come to the end of yet another episode of the Gunnar Podcast. This podcast can be listened to on the Gunnar website. That is gunnar.nigeragunnar.com. Uh, you can also listen to this podcast on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcast, Radio Public, and so on. I remain the way of Baja You can follow me on Twitter. My Twitter handle is at fulumuyewa underscore one. You can also follow the Niger Gunners and at Niger Gunners. Um, we follow back. Until we come your way again next week, have a wonderful weekend.